Welcome to Off the Elevator with Jesse. What up, boo? Not much. And Joe. What's been going on, Jesse? Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Busy week, as always. Busy week. Sober week. Yes. Sober week. That's awesome, ain't it? Beautiful sober week. Episode two. Dose. Episode number dose. What hmm. you gonna bring? What about faith? Let's talk about some faith. No. Your, your faith in Jesus Christ. Right? Your faith in Jesus Christ? That's right. So, little bitty baby Jesse. <laughs> what in the world was she doing? What was little bitty baby Jesse doing when it comes to some faith? Well, when I was little, what I can remember, I should say, it wasn't a lot of um, regular church action, if you will. Um, but when my dad was alive, we went to a little church called um, Old Fashioned Baptist. And uh, I think we talked about this the last time I was saved when I was nine years old. And it was such a tiny little church on this dirt road, they didn't even have a baptismal we went down the road, down another dirt road, off a bank and into the river. And I was baptized in the river on the side of this road. Do you remember the name of the river? Lord, like, no. Like it's a river river. We ain't talking a creek. I mean, we... We're talking a river. A river? A, it was definitely a river. I couldn't know? have been baptized. We had this conversation once already. I could not. What <laughs> differs between a creek and a river? And then we had to Google it. So, is it a river or a creek? It is probably, I don't remember. I was really little. What, ta- what town was it? Um, Mulberry. Mulberry. Not Mayberry. I'm pretty sure it was Mulberry. Okay. Let's be clear, I was nine years old. Nine years old. Yep. Baptized in the In ri- the river, river slash creek. Okay. All right. I mean, does the depth matter? No, it doesn't. I feel like it should. I feel like if it's deep, it's a river, and if it's not deep, it's a creek. No, there's a bunch of deep creeks. A A bunch of deep creeks, and there's a bunch of shallow rivers. I I don't. I'm not. I don't feel not okay with that. But that's not the topic for today. So, (laughs) no, you're right. (laughs) The the water tributaries are not the topic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So back to it. Um, So yeah, baptized at nine. Um, We went to a couple of different churches after my father died. But nothing, um, what's the word am I looking for? Regular? Right, right. You know, and uh, when I was 13, we moved from North Carolina to Georgia for my mom to take over a, a job, a new job. And she started going to a church here in Marietta, um, changed both of our lives, essentially. Marietta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Right. And she was really, at that point, I mean, I was in my teenage years, you know. I mean, I had a faith because of the little, I mean, for the way I was raised. But I didn't have a red, regular church home. Now, what was the similarities of the Mulberry and this new church? Oh, Lord. Well, there was a couple others in between that. But right. um, a, the new church was a non-denominational church. Okay. And uh, obviously, like I said the first time, old-fashioned was Baptist, Southern Baptist, if you will, which is kind of the underlying background of my faith. Right, okay. Um, 
which also became a little bit of a struggle as I got older. Right, you know, right. a little bit of hellfire and brimstone make you want to not uh, not do that. Right. I, yeah, I see what you're saying. I see you what know? you're saying. Um, but my mom got really into this church, and when I say it changed her life, it changed her life. Right. I mean, it completely. Like, you hear about that, but, I mean, it completely changed who she was. Okay. She had, had the opportunity to have, you know, inner healing, and it was incredible. Okay. So, um, now, it was my mama's church, so I went because, you know, that's what uh, you do, but it yeah. wasn't my church. Right. And um, all the way through, I mean, I was 18, 17. I mean, I, so then I, I actually started going to that church on my own. In my 20s. Okay. You know, right. um, it was just a basis, right? It was a start. Right. I was like, okay, now I'm not going to go to the same service that she went to because they had multiple services, but I was going to go to a different service, you know, because I had to be different and separate from my mother. Um, but it changed my life too, for sure. Right. And okay. um, it put me on a trail or a path, or a trip, or whatever you want to call it, to try to figure out what I really believed as far as, not not Jesus, but as far as what the underlying relationship is. Right. You know, we have the basis, Jesus is our Savior, um, but there's all the other stuff, which I call programming, right. you know, right. and sometimes the programming's not right. Um, and that's, that's a struggle, you know, has been a struggle for me, um, you know, trying to figure out what what is truth and what is not. Right. And not actual biblically scriptural truth, but what our mind tells us is true and what is not. So, um, up to that, then uh, I guess in my 30s, I uh, found my current church home. I've been there for about eight years, and it's also non-denominational. So, you've been there eight years. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's just a basis rundown. Like differences, similarities to the Marietta Church to this church now. Mm, they're both. Uh, you know, you hear the term charismatic. I'm not really sure I understand exactly um, where that term originates from, but um, all welcoming, all you know, open worship, um, non-denominational, non-denominational meaning. It's not standard. I mean, there's no hymnals and there's no plate that you pass around right. um it's it is uh it's a little easier going than the way i grew up right. okay. not to say that there's anything wrong with either way okay um but yeah it's different for sure what about you i would say i grew up remembering my papa he was a deacon at a like you said if you will <laughs> an, an old timey right. foot washing baptist church foot washing and seen him preach and testify and pray at that church from the t- from the time I could remember uh, my my earliest remember uh, memories would be in that church because um, my dad went to prison when I was five so then we moved in with my mama and papa right so when he went to church he took me with him revival. You know, when they'd have the week-long revival. I remember those hot summer nights. That church had no air conditioning. <laughs> Everybody's period. fanning themselves. Yeah. And uh, so I remember that uh, on up through 
my early teenage years and uh i could say in thinking back on that now that my faith because i wasn't saved until 2008 so the math on that would be when i was 30 30, ish yeah 31 (laughs) 32 right um so I could say probably my faith because it wasn't something so much that I saw. I mean, I still felt that it was real. Does that make sense? Sure. Because of what I saw. You oh, know, for sure. You didn't. You didn't guess it. It wasn't right. Peculiar in any way. Right. So I, I wrote, and then of course my papa passed away when I was twenty one, twenty two years old. Mm-hmm. And I would say then that sort of resided. A little bit, not the feeling of the realness, mm-hmm. but the uh, knowing that my papa's there doing that, right? You know, the momentum, he, right? So that sort of resided. But I'd have to say, because of that experience I had from five on up through my young teenage years, was uh, my faith definitely fell on the shoulders of my papa. Does that make sense? Right. You have a. a expectation in your mind on what right. is the the footing for that right and he's it so so i would say up until that time now now then in my 20s i'm sort of running from god i felt right looking right. back sort of running until the the pecking in my heart mm-hmm. got too strong and sowing of the wild oats and it become a want then Right, not something that you felt obligated to do. Right. And and then, of course, I was saved. I'll never forget when I was saved, I was at work running the track hoe, for all y'all that don't know what a track hoe is. I mean, I'm in a 60,000-pound piece of metal moving shingles, scooping shingles, moving them, shingles that had been torn off houses, you know. We used to grind them up and put them in asphalt. And a buddy of mine had been having a Bible study at his house and going to this Bible study, this and that, that and this, plus what I previously told you. And that pecking that I talked about in my heart was God, mm-hmm. Jesus, knocking. I'm here. You believe. You believe. Finally, I said, yes. I believe. I know. And I'm down on a pile of shingles praying. And I'll never forget three guys walked up to me. And one of them, one of them said, man, what in the world are you doing? <laughs> and I said, I just took the Lord as my Savior, Jesus as my Savior. I've been saved. And he looked at me like I had something funny drawn on my head. You know, his eyes was as big as round and soft. And one of the other guys said, man, I want that. I want that. Wow. And it was lunchtime, and me and him went and ate lunch. And prayed all through lunch, sitting under the a tractor trailer in the shade, wow. and talking. But I'll never forget about that. So saved in two thousand eight, but you know I never really got into a church after right after my teenage years. Had never it's sort of it hadn't been on my own because it's been God. But mm-hmm. I mean, for a lack of better explanation, doing it on my own. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, all the way up to this very day, 
Well, I don't think you're on your own. No, I'm. 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 I mean, it's definitely God. You know what I'm For saying? For sure. Well, it says where there's two or more, there but, He is. And that's what I was getting at. Within the past couple of years, two years, three years, uh, as my faith has grown, but more especially as I become sober. Mm-hmm. Uh, my faith has definitely grown and brought people into my life, uh, you being one included, that uh, helps grow it, strengthen it, uh, makes the longing for it even stronger. You getting cold? A little bit chilly in here. Had to put on a sweater. What you, I mean, I think you got the air conditioning. <laughs> we are in Jesse's podcast studio today. Yeah. And it's right at about ice cube in here right and that's because my husband uh <laughs> keeps the thermostat on frigid right. all the time so i wear lots of sweaters and socks so uh, apologies <laughs> so yeah up until about two or three two or three well two years the fellowship mm-hmm. and that that's how i look at my church you know it's the all the other christians sure does that make sense? Well, of course. I mean, the the church is not a building. The church is the people. Right. And I, that's not knocking on church by no means. But no. if God leads me to a church, I'll, sure. I'll be in a building. Sure. Right? Did you? I don't think you touched on your right here now. Did you? Um. Well, you know, I was thinking when you were talking about, you know, your experience with, you know, accepting Jesus. And because my initial experience, I was a child. You know, I mean, I was of age, I mean, of age or no right from wrong. I mean, we came from the same background, but, you know, for those of you who don't know, I mean, you know, or not sure. I mean, we used to be if you accepted, if you know right from wrong and you've accepted it and you want Jesus in your heart, then that's just kind of you were old enough. It wasn't really an age. Right. Um, but so talking about the feeling, because it was so long ago, um, I can remember, but I can't recall specifics, right? But like I said, when I started searching in my 20s and I went back to the church my mom had been going to when we moved to Georgia, um, I got involved. I got in a small group. I, you know, I read every book I could get my hands on. I listened to every Bible study there was that the pastor had ever made. You know, I was just like super intense on trying to figure out what, you know, what was made for me. Right. You know, and I recommitted myself to the Lord, and I would love to tell you I knew. I'm going to say I was 29, maybe 30, 30 years old. Do I need to say how many years ago that was? Shush. No. It was, a, it was a minute. It was a minute, but I was 30, and I recommitted myself and was baptized again. Right. Um, and uh, that was a that was a different experience. I was baptized in a baptismal, in a baptismal robe. It was, you know, it was a little weird. I mean, I say weird, but thinking back of it now, I mean, they're both probably weird to some people, but, you know, the the purpose of baptism is to surrender and say i'm all in right right so where was i supposed to go with this current yeah like right now oh well well that brings us up to speed real fast um for years up i mean years so i've 
now now I really am aging myself (laughs) quite a few years since that I did the same I did the same things that I always did you know searching what can I do what can I read what can I learn you know I have some of it is insanity you know um I have to do this for God to love me. I have to do that for God to love me. And because I couldn't actually receive. Right. You know, I knew that he was my savior. I knew that he was, you know, everything that the Bible says, right? Except for the part that says he loves me unconditionally. It was just like, well, maybe I'm at the end of the line and he just hadn't gotten there yet. Um, but for me, in the last couple of years... It started, you know, really getting intense, like trying to figure out where where my relationship with Jesus really stood and was that, you know, it just became kind of a catalyst right. in my life. And in the midst of that was the drinking, obviously. And um, when I started going to, um, when I started deciding to get sober, when I say I started deciding, I just woke up and just, you, we've heard that story, but um you know, I started working a program, I started going AA. And I wasn't really sure, and I wasn't really, you know, I mean, you just don't know, and I'm trying to not drink, and next thing you know, I'm having a conscious contact with God that I'd never experienced in my life. Right. Um, and then I heard someone say one time, you know, that uh, God brought them to AA, and AA brought them to God. And that's a true statement right. for me, for sure. <laughs> So real real quick, I got a thought in my head, but I wanted to ask you this question real quick. You explained AA to me once before. Right. So just reiterate, AA is not, it's faith-based, but explain it to me again. You know what I'm getting at? It's Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's, and I don't use non-denominational. I mean, it's, it's not about, I mean, it's, it's, it's a 12-step program to, not drink right into and it's not it's more than that it's you know practices to live your life a sober life life on life's terms um and for me we would for us we would call it faith-based because you know it comes to having believing in a higher power right is what keeps us from drinking is what keeps us sober is what you know, works in our life in every way, right? With honesty, integrity, and giving to others, and working for others, and serving others, it's you know, it has similar principles for sure, right? So, I, I guess what my question is is, you said for y'all, I'm assuming, you know, the the people you talk with and whatnot, mm-hmm. it's Jesus Christ, but everything in other AAs aren't may not be like that, right? Oh, for sure. When okay. your higher power. It's the higher power as you understand him. Okay. Right. My higher power happens to be Jesus. Right. Absolutely. For sure. Okay. So for me, thinking, you know the story of the prod- prodigal son. Right. Je- Jesse has a way of explaining <laughs> stories. So That's because I read a lot of books trying I'm, to figure I'm out. I'm going to let her choose because <laughs> I would do it no justice. If you want to, go for it. If you want to touch, do you want to touch base on it? I mean, we could talk about the prodigal son for sure. From the time, and let's be clear, I am no expert. I'm just, well, you I, know. Know, I know you're not. Neither am I. Uh, from the time I was saved, uh, I would say my drinking did slow down a little, and I talked about it a little bit more on the last podcast. So yeah. we won't dive too deep. 
but my level was already higher than what I, I knew it was. So, it, I mean, the slowdown didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Did that make sense? Yeah, for sure. But I can tell you that from probably 2013, 14 on, that that was one story that constantly was put on me. Why? Well, that was God. I mean, in your words. And, and it, n- looking back now, mm-hmm. God was saying, you can come back. Right. You I, you I, have wandered away You can as, God, the, as the son was, did. Right. Mm-hmm. He was saying, you can come back. Here, here it is in your face. How many times do you want to see it? How many times mm-hmm. do you need to see it? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd get up in the morning and a cartoon would be playing about the prodigal son. Uh, I'd go to... I, when I did go to a church one time with a buddy of mine, he said, come on, go to church. Ah, you know, I, I don't know. We'll see. Guess what the preacher preached on? Right. Talking to some buddies. Guess what we'd always talk about? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just constant. I just I thought that was real powerful, and I had to mention it, uh, that that was just always there constantly. Right. For me. Him saying we, all, we can always come back. Right. No matter what. And um, – you know what comes to me when I think about it is, uh, it's a, it's a little different. I think about, you know, the Lord leaving the leaving the ninety nine coming for the one, right? You know, um, you know he, he he's always going to come for me, right? You know, and um, that's real powerful for me when I think about it. So, right. so so that rocked on till the time I decided to stop drinking. Um, and handed that over to God. Right, coming so, up on what is it? But August eighth of last year, so it's coming up on nine months, ten months. Yeah, nine months. Um, but then as I got sober, one thing I'm grateful for and feel truly blessed is that the sincerity of my thoughts. Like when you're talking to me, I'm hearing you sin sincerely right i'm not just talking to you thinking about what you're gonna say yeah or yeah. what i'm gonna drink right. when we're done talking right or you well know, i never I'm, thought that because i was always drinking while i was talking right and and you know even even like when i'd get up in the morning and go to work and uh be sober so to speak for mm-hmm. 11 12 hours of the work day my thoughts still wasn't sincere Right. Neither was what I was saying. Well, it's not sober thinking, even in their point. The the amount, you know, as much as we drank, that was even if we didn't drink for a day or so, we we still weren't right. Didn't have sober thoughts. So now, for the first time in my life, in my faith, I'm being sincere. I'm being sincere about the word I read. I'm being sincere about this conversation me and you are having sure well for me i don't think it, you weren't sincere to begin with you just we we just didn't discuss it right. so right. it wasn't about being insincere as much as it was something that we kept to ourselves well i, I guess maybe my thought process is different now than when i was drinking right because i mean we've known each other what 20 ish uh, years right right and uh we didn't realize about our faith each other's faith until until we told each other we was sober right i mean that's been in the last 12 months right mm-hmm. so 
that I mean that that to me that even backs up what I was saying. Right. I wasn't being sincere in my faith. As a Christian, I'm supposed to be the best living example of a Christian I can be, right? So how in the world did we go that long without <laughs> knowing? Um, I don't know. Right. I mean, I think we probably knew. I mean, I don't know what, what when you say no, we're all like, yeah, we love Jesus. <laughs> you know, we go, you come into my house, there's a cross hanging on the wall, or you know that I go to church because you see it on Facebook or whatever. It's not that we didn't know, but we didn't know right. if that makes any sense. It's right. like, it was, and, and I don't want to say fake, um, but it is a lot. It is deeper than than I gave it credit for, right? For so, sure. So, could you agree? In your nine ten months of sobriety, that your faith is stronger now. Absolutely. And there's more, more even more belief that God has got got you. Absolutely. And part of that came, you know, comes to with you know working, you know, and I say you know. Working the steps, or you know, it's taking the steps. I mean, it's you know, growing closer to God in any form is positive, and being in a situation where I and I use your word sincere because I tried in my mind, right? Like I said, I've I can't tell you the books I read or the Bible studies I did or the you know. The 40 CDs I used to carry around in my car and just play nonstop from this church, you know. What can I do? You are relentless. I can be a little relentless, but you know, at the end of the day, it's not about what we do. He has already done everything for us. Right. And, you know, working the program and saying, you know, being in a situation where I have to admit that I'm powerless and that I have to turn my life and my will over to God. That's something that I need to do every day, even now that I'm sober, because my thinking is still all jacked up, right? All right. jacked up on a regular. Oh yeah, yeah. You I know, um, because we're born, you know, we're born sinners. We're born that way, right? You know, exactly. we have to continually, you know, search and seek, and and we do that. Some of that, like we talk about, in helping others, right? You know, and reaching out, because um, it, you know. I didn't do that either. I right. mean, you didn't, you know, it wasn't like you, you know, I didn't know about you. You didn't know about me. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, I wasn't keeping it a secret. Right. But I wasn't, um, I wasn't sharing it either. Yeah. And that's a biggie. That's a biggie that, uh, I think about that myself with my own family, with my own wife, how, I, uh, and it, it sounds really crappy to say, how I haven't really shared my right. my faith. Well, you know, right. it's something so personal, and especially if you come into a relationship, you know, because Kenneth and I have similar, you know, a similar situation. When you come into a relationship from separate, from different backgrounds, right. you don't want to step on toes, or you may not agree, and then you know, time happens, and the next thing you know, you're not, you haven't talked about it, and right. you know, it just occurs, and then one day you're like, man. I don't think I've ever, you know, I'd said the same thing. I'm like, I don't think I have ever prayed out loud over my husband. Right. Which is weird, right? right? Like, right. all of a sudden, I'm all like, I can't, I've never prayed out loud over him, you right. know? And, uh, and we're the same thing with my kids. Right. It's like, you know, 
when I hear people say, man, I pray for my kids every day, and I'm like, dude, do I pray for my kids every day? I mean, like, you do the, right. the basic things, right? Like, you know, keep them alive. Don't let anyone kidnap them or, you know, crazy stuff like moms do, you know, like right. those things like, please keep them safe and all this good stuff. And But, you know, really, truly praying for God to bless them, you know, with patience and, you know, intellect and wisdom to make the right choices. Um, that's something that I didn't, you know, I do struggle with. Right. It's not, it, you know, even with my faith now, and I'm just, you know, like I said, it's a, it's a search, it's a journey. Um, a practice, definitely practice. A, a practice, right? For sure. A practice and getting that habit. Yeah, because it's not easy, right? You know, absolutely it. You know, getting, um, not drinking, and kind of changed a little bit. You know, because I'm a little bit of an overachiever. relentless right somebody says oh you should do x y and z i mean i'm gonna try it but i'm gonna do it the way i want but i i established a a morning routine for myself um you know because it says you're supposed to pray and meditate let's be clear meditating is not something that you can just sit down and do if you have never done it before. Like, I, I Googled on my phone, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, and I'm like, guided meditation, and someone's talking in my ear, and, and you know, I'm thinking, talking about monkeys or something. It was super weird. It was right. super weird. I was right. like, I can't do this. And, you know, uh, somebody in the meeting said, you know, that's, you know, step 11. You're on step one. How about you just, you know, right. lay it down you know admit your power i mean like let's start at the beginning and i was like okay okay so i just started uh reading and saying you know god show me what you need me to see right you know show me at that time i mean it's been 10 months so obviously it was a little fuzzy on the front end um but um i just started doing that every day right man i'd get up almost every single day um at five fifteen. Almost every day, except for Sunday, it's a little later. But I go to church on Sundays, so right. But just trying to establish that habit, which right. we've talked about, yeah, um, which is good, you know. But it doesn't. It isn't always productive, right? <laughs> have Have you? And th- this 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 question may get really deep. Deep. Oh, uh, it's a weird question. It was. It come to my mind as we're both talking about. When we got saved, right, and our alcoholism throughout this time as believers, have you ever thought about when you was drunk and praying, pr- <laughs> praying drunk? Yeah, is that not a weird question? It, you know, it happens. Well, you know, a lot of times, and in some, I didn't have a lot of experiences. In that situation, but I have been in situations where I was drunk and prayed. Like, right. you know, please just, you know, give me a break or, right. you know. Um, About anything. You know, not, you know whatever. Not right. just stress in general. I mean, Lord forbid you're drunk and there's an accident that happens in your family and you're praying for those people. Right. I remember one time, drunker, I don't care if nobody don't like this statement, drunker than Cooter Brown. <laughs> That's what us rednecks say. I was drunker than Cooter Brown. Right. Whoever Cooter Brown is. Do I mean, you even I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I ask that question a lot, but anyway, and, side note. back. And there was some tornadoes, some tornadoes coming through. And uh, they were going through, and I can't remember who it was. 
And I was drunk, and the boys were at home with me. And I remember a tornado was coming through an area where somebody we knew lived. Right. And me telling the boy, we got to pray right now. We've got to pray for them. <laughs> and me getting down on my hands and knees in the middle of the living room floor, they was on their hands and knees. Probably not knowing what in the world is going on. And I'm praying to keep everybody, not, mm-hmm. not just the people I know, but everybody in the path of that tornado safe. Yeah. That's just one thing I remembered. Wow. That come to, come to my mind while we was talking. Well, you know, it comes back to, you know, those little things when we were younger that, you know, prayer has power. Right. You know, and a lot of times it's a focus on praying, like you said, when it's stressful or when something's happening or, you know, whatever. But when you're drunk for so long, for years and years. Well, we're highly – we we talked about it last time, how functioning we were. How functional we were. Uh, We was praying drunk. Mm Mm-hmm. Praying drunk. I definitely didn't read as much. Um, I still read a lot. Right. You know, and you said that to me when we were talking. I'm like, I still, I still read quite a bit. Um, you know, I do, I do enjoy to read. Right. I, um, as you know, I can read multiple books at once, which you think is weird. I know. Well, that's relentless. <laughs> well, I, in my in my defense, while I'm reading something that's faith based or something that is. You know, recovery based. I also read something that's a little dramatic, like a murder mystery. Right. I don't. I don't really dig fiction. I don't dig fiction. I mean, I don't think you give fiction a chance. It's. I don't dig. I it. mean, here, like I said, like just so you guys know, I gave him The Shack, which is fiction. Right. And it's faith based fiction. So read that and let me know what your thoughts thought, are on that's fiction. That's a few books behind. I know you're what three books deep on your. Yeah. Reading. Right. So I'm a few books behind. So the shack the shack will be after the screw tape letters. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The shack will be. But you should know, like I said, the screw tape letters is hard to read. I've, For me, I should say that. And if anybody who's read it, they could say chime into you or send you a note, but it's it, it's it's backwards. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and if you don't know about the screw tape letters, it's um, each chapter is a letter written between the demons from hell who are in a battle trying to, you know, destroy us. Right. Us being the people on earth, the humans. Um, and so the references, obviously, like the king in their reference is Satan. Right. And the enemy in their reference is, you know, God. So when you're reading, like you're you're reading it flip, like the script is kind of flipped a little bit. Um, but it's pretty intense. So I would read, right. you know, a couple chapters and have to put it down. Right. You know, um, but it's powerful for sure. Yeah, that's, I'm three, yeah, three books behind. The, um, I think the point has been made for right now. Both of us agree that our faith is growing stronger. Mm-hmm. For me, it feels faster than ever before. For me, I have a longing ever since I, I know you don't like the word, gave my testimony. <laughs> I told you it's not that I don't like the word. It's just very churchy. And I know that sounds weird considering we just talked about the fact right. that I'm in a church and I'm committed to a church and I have been. But it's a very churchy word. Right. And, uh, you know, I don't want people to think that um, it's all about the church in right. this situation. Um, and not to interrupt you in what you're saying, but 
I was in the church. Right. And I drank. Right. Absolutely. Heavily. Right. You know, I would go to church and I would drink on Sundays. Right. You know, um, every Sunday. And, um, you know, and I, and I couldn't hear it. I couldn't right. hear the whisper, as you say, um, even being in the church. Right. So it's not about the church. It, right. When I say the church, I mean the building that I go to, the community. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's actually being connected and having a relationship with Jesus and the people in the church, um, right. not just showing up. And not that I want to say I was just showing up, but, you know, based on where I'm at now, it kind of feels like I was just showing up. But based on where you're at now. Your face growing faster, stronger. Definitely. You feel better about it. You're more open to talk to others about it because we both said, yeah, we sort of kept that stuff to ourselves. Is yeah. that right? Yeah, it only took me like a month for you to convince me to do this podcast. But right. yeah, I'm getting there. Uh, I feel really good about all of it, every bit of it. And it's uh, the practice that I've just realized that I'm forming the habit mm-hmm. is is the talking with other people, talking with people I've known for years sure. about the Lord, about the Word. Well, yeah, I mean, you never know. One of the things you you told me that you know I, I keep coming around to is I don't know how it's going to affect someone. Right, exactly. It, you know, and what I say or what I did, and, and that's something that's been hard for me too, you know, being sober and working a program and, and trying to be a better person every day for my family, for my friends, for my job. When people say, man, you know, you're totally different. And I'm all like, right. what? <laughs> I'm like, okay. Right. And they're like, man, it's great. And I'm like, well, was I not great before? Because I'm not like, what does that mean? Right. Or, you know. Um, being that live, living example. I, you know, I want to um, – I just want people to understand that, you know, I get it when I, I mean, if I could tell you, if I could explain it in detail, the years I struggled trying to figure it out on my right. own, trying, right. trying to figure out why, you know, Jesus felt just outside of my grasp, you right. know, and then being in a situation where my whole life changed right? and, and I'm not, I'm not standing outside anymore. Um, right. Even after everything that I did. Right. You know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, it's pretty amazing. Speaking of families, we got my wife, your husband, your kids, and one of my knotheads down there. Right. They're ready to go eat. Got to eat some Mexican. Some some Mexican food. Some Mexican food. That's what, what we decided. You going to get fajitas? I am definitely getting chicken fajitas. I think I might get taquitos. At Viva Mexico. I just gave it a shout out, but it is legit. I'm just saying. They're waiting on us. I'm sure they're hungry. Yeah. They're probably up there. Oh, they're up there podcasting. <laughs> I'm down here starving to death. Yeah, you okay. think they're doing that? I mean, Ken's probably all like, all Jesse does is talk. Talk, 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 talk. So, for sure. It was awesome. I think uh, I think we're good. You got anything else? Oh, I got all kinds of stuff, but I'm saving it well, for later. Yeah, we got other episodes. I know, right? Go get, let's go get some fajitas and taquitos. Let's do it. Let's do right. it. We'll holler at y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>